WKFGO is proud to present the Veterans Hour, an hour dedicated to those serving a higher calling, the latest on veterans affairs and stories of conspicuous gallantry above and beyond the call of duty. And now, the host of the Veterans Hour, commander of the Tri-States Veterans, a Navy man, Dave Rice. Sun by Credence Clearwater Revival. I want to thank Jack Sunday for that kind introduction, and I want to thank KFGO for letting us veterans have this hour, typically once a month on a Saturday afternoon. We appreciate that. I'm going to start off today uh, going over some uh, scheduled Veterans Day activities. Veterans Day is a Saturday this year, November 11th, and I'm not sure I'll have another show before then, so I want to cover some activities. If you got paper and pen handy, you can jot some of these dates or times down. Plus, uh, I believe this uh, interview is going to be a podcast here on kfgo.com where you could look it up and and review this at a later date. Okay, some Veterans Day activities. Uh, This is actually pre-Veterans Day. It's uh, Halloween. The Fargo VA Hospital is hosting a not-so-scary open house on Thursday, next Thursday, October 26th from 530 to 7. Uh, 2101 North Elm, Fargo VA Hospital in North Fargo. Uh, they're going to have a trick-or-treat from famed trunks. Uh, you can get a tattoo, I assume a temporary one, and much more. You can learn about what the VA has to offer, including employment opportunities, veteran eligibility, enrollment, and services. So it, it covers the whole family. Bring your kids. Uh, you can learn about uh, employment and veterans' benefits. That's a good activity. Thursday, October 26th at the VA Hospital. From 5.30 to 7. This year, the uh, United Patriotic Bodies Veterans Day program will be held at Minnesota State University, Moorhead, Moorhead University, State University, at the Rollin Arts Center. Uh, it's going to be for, uh, starting at 11 o'clock, and it'll consist of a rifle volley, that rifle salute, a remarks from Brian Sean. He's the chair of the Fargo Moorhead West Fargo Chamber of Commerce Military Affairs Committee. They're also going to do a missing man ceremony to honor our missing in action and prisoner of wars and members of music provided by the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band. So approximately 11 to 12, a lot going on there. Uh, guest speaker, Red River Valley Concert Band, saluting our veterans, saluting our missing and our prisoners of war. Also on Saturday, the Brady Oberg Legacy Foundation uh, is going to present a Medal of Honor recipient Marine, United States Marine Corps veteran Dakota Meyer. Uh, at 11.30, the doors open at the Fargo Air Museum. At 12.30, there's a welcome, or 12.15, a welcome. 12.30, they're going to have a buffet lunch. And 1.45, the speaker, the Medal of Honor recipient, Dakota Meyer. Uh, he served in Iraq in 2007. 
and during his term in Afghanistan, 2009-2010, he was selected to receive the Medal of Honor. Should be a good time. Okay, then a lot of veterans organizations, as always, have functions going on on Veterans Day. We'll start off with the West Fargo VFW. They are going to do a flag raising at 1045 in front of their building there on Cheyenne by the POW MIA Plaza. Then they're going to go inside for a program at 11, and they're going to do a, have a lunch, free lunch, about, or it might be a free will, I'm not sure, a, a lunch around no, 1 o'clock. The Red River Valley Veterans Band will be there that evening at the West Fargo VFW. Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band will be performing at 7 p.m. that evening. Fargo Ambits, they're having a SOS chip beef or biscuits and gravy. I forget what SOS stands for, but I think you get the idea. They're going to have that at 11 a.m. on Saturday, Veterans Day, and then uh, walk around the block a couple times and head over to the Fargo VFW. Fargo VFW and the Fargo American Legion are teaming up to provide a free uh, Veterans Day stew at noon. So 11 at the Ambets, 1 o'clock at the VFW in Fargo. And the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band will be there at 1 o'clock performing at the Fargo VFW along with the Fargo American Legion, the Cheyenne, or uh, Broadway and 2nd Avenue North. Harwood American Legion on Veterans Day, they are having free stew beginning at 5 p.m. Public, every, everybody is welcome. And uh, Fargo, I'm sorry, Harwood American Legion members get a free drink that evening as well. Moorhead American Legion, busy pretty much all afternoon and evening. One o'clock, they start off with meat raffles. Three o'clock, the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band is there. And then at five, they have a Vets Day Christmas raffle, raising funds for the Fergus Falls Veterans Home. And seven o'clock that evening, they're going to do a session of bingo. So Moorhead American Legion, one o'clock meat raffle. Three o'clock, the Veterans Concert Band. Five o'clock raffle. And seven o'clock Little bingo. Let me review all those Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band's performance. They have four of them that day. First one is 11 o'clock in the morning at the U.S. Patriotic Bodies Veterans Day Program, Minnesota, Minnesota State University of Moorhead at the Roland Arts Center. Fargo VFW at 1 o'clock. Moorhead American Legion at 3.30. And they round out the evening at the West Fargo VFW at 7 o'clock. Now, the most important events are the ones in your local communities. Contact your local veterans organization. See what's going on. They probably have something going on to celebrate Veterans Day. It doesn't matter where you're from, Mayville, Carlston, Buffalo, Warren, whatever. Uh, check with your local veterans organizations and see if there's something that you would like to attend. Okay, other events going on. Uh, there's a Fargo Vet Center open house on November 8th uh, from 11 to 4. Uh, the staff will be there. They have all kinds of different services they provide. Uh, a lot of them counseling, different types of counseling. They have they can help you with uh, explain your veterans benefits, uh, refer you to the VA for medical treatment. They can help you uh, fill out some forms and whatnot to prepare you for visiting with veterans service officers and so on. So open house at the Fargo Vet Center. They moved out south here not too long ago. Their address is 5622 34th Avenue South, Fargo Vet Center 
November 8th. You can feel free to take that in. Okay, last month I reviewed a lot of different programs for our nation's youth, American Legion, VFW, AMBETS. Uh, go, go to those websites or Facebook pages or contact your local organizations. There are little, literally thousands of dollars being awarded to our nation's youth to participate in those activities. You can also go to the national web pages, legion.org, vfw.org, or ambets.org, and look up events or youth programs. We're going to take our first break here, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little Navy. So we'll be back in a minute. Next guest here, Dave Johnson, is a Navy a Vietnam veteran, and a lot of Vietnam veterans uh, sang that song during those times. Again, uh, Dave Johnston is a retired Navy captain. Uh, I had the pleasure of serving with him in the Navy Reserve and the American Legion. And uh, welcome aboard, Dave. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you, and great to be with you, Senior Chief. Very good. Say, so, why don't you give us a quick intro, uh, where are you from, and a little bit about your, your Navy career and where you are today. Uh, born in Rugby, North Dakota, went to high school there, then on to NDSU, graduated in 66, then on to uh, Officer Candidate School in Rhode Island. After that, spent some time in uh, training and communications, then went served on board the USS Intrepid, which was located at that time in the Tonkin Gulf, and made a cruise around uh, Africa. South America, a lot of different places. Uh, after that, spent about uh, uh, six months or something like that at uh, Indian Head, Maryland, just south of Washington, D.C., as an admin officer. Then got out of the Navy and uh, came back to Fargo, went to work at NODAC Insurance, and spent 34 years there and uh, retired from the Navy and the Nordex Mutual, so uh, it's been a good life, and now volunteer, volunteer, volunteer. <laughs> I, I can relate to that. So uh, I, I, picked you, you I picked you for October because October is kind of special for the Navy. You want to go over some of the activities uh, in October where they recognize the United States Navy? Sure. Uh, the 13th uh, was the official Navy Day. Uh, Navy birthday, 248 years. Uh, you know, now Congress established the Navy at the beginning of the Revolutionary War, and that time we only had two little uh, vessels uh, to fight with. And, you know, now the Navy has come uh, to be one of the strongest, most advanced uh, force in the world. And it's, uh, you know, it's right here in Fargo, we have the Navy Reserve Center, which celebrated the Navy birthday had a Navy ball, which we were fortunate to uh, have it at the Happy Hooligans uh, Dining Hall. Uh, the uh, commander at the Reserve Center, Stephen, uh, Lieutenant Commander Stephen um, Watley, and his crew did a great job setting up everything. Uh, it's probably one of the best uh, Navy balls I was uh, in attendance with. Uh, they did a great job, and I really appreciate what they did. And but, I, under, uh, I understand you were a guest speaker, too, at that Navy ball. Uh, yes, I was. Very and, good. Uh, so it was a op nice opportunity. Great. 
So Navy ball or Navy birthday was the 13th of October and Navy day, uh, the 27th, is it? Of October. That's right, sir. Yep. It was the uh, Navy league in New York city. They wanted to make sure it was Navy day on uh, the 27th. So there it is. We'll celebrate it again. Okay. Very good. And now uh, both you and I and several others are involved with the Navy league of the United States, North Dakota chapter. Why don't you talk about the Navy league a little bit? The Navy league is, uh, Headed up by our president, uh, Tim Bohan, who's out of uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. We currently have 85 members, and we uh, sponsor, set a sponsor an annual dinner lunch with a uh, speaker. We also have quarterly uh, board meetings and a lot of our conference calls, planning of the year. Uh, recently, we had the opportunity of having uh, Admiral Munch speak to our Navy League here in Fargo. Uh, we have about 40 people in attendance at a great time. And uh, Admiral Munch is one of the most experienced uh, admirals that I know, and he does a great job speaking. Our next meeting for the Navy League will be held in Bismarck, uh, probably in January or February or March, whenever they decide. But uh, Navy League is open to all Navy League members, uh, Navy League uh, background. Um, you can easily get a hold of myself or Tim Bohan uh, in Bismarck or Captain um, Bob Weefald in Bismarck, too, is uh, very involved, along with yourself, Dave. Absolutely. Do you want to leave a phone number if someone who wants to get in contact with you? Sure. Uh, my, my number is 701 238 9630. Minus 701. I'm Dave Rice. Minus 701 866 9085. And I'm the Eastern uh, Vice That's President cool. of uh, yeah. the Navy League North Dakota chapter. And who's the West? Is it still Jerry Samuelson? Yes. He's okay. Out of Wilson. I watched it. Watford City. Yeah. Yes. Very good. Yes. And this is a North Dakota chapter, but you, if you're from Minnesota, you can. Still join, right? That doesn't have to be, you don't have to reside yeah. in North Dakota? No, no. So we had a lot of, you know, admirals that come out of North Dakota. And I just noticed recently uh, the North Dakota University system is made up of uh, uh, Mark Hegret is the uh, CEO. He's former Navy uh Jerry Rossid is on that board. He's Navy. And they just hired another gentleman, Mark. I murdered the name, Garenzolo. He's also a Navy uh, graduate of the Academy. So uh, we have lots of Navy running the university system. <laughs> Very good. And uh, we've had a, a number of uh, sailors, officers, and enlisted come to North Dakota on kind of like a goodwill mission type thing, uh, visit North Dakota. We parade them around town. We speak at high schools and grade schools and uh, media outlets and that type of thing. We've done that almost every year, probably with the exception of uh, COVID time. But uh, are right. there any possibilities of them, or when's the next possibility of some of those coming to North Dakota? Well, July 27th, 28th, I believe the dates are, the uh, Blue Angels to come to Fargo. It will be another air show. And uh, normally in the past, when we've had the Blue Angels here, we've also been able to have a week of Navy Navy Week. 
And at that time, we'll be working with the our uh, USS North Dakota submarine to bring some of the sailors from the submarine here for the, that week to help us uh, you know, get to know North Dakota and, and people from here to get to know them. The boat is currently in dry dock, so we should be able to have a couple or two or three at least uh, join us in July. Oh, great. Okay, so uh, people interested, we gave them our numbers, but they can also just do the old Google, too, for uh, Navy League of the United States, North Dakota chapter. Uh, right. We appreciate uh, people interested. We we had quite a good representation at the uh, commissioning ceremonies in Groton, Connecticut. Was that four or five years ago? That's uh, more than that now. Uh, more than that. It was in 2014. 2014. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, we were, my wife and I were able to attend that, and we did a lot of work trying to publicize the, the new boat and get people more interested in it. And uh, for the commissioning, yes, you, and along with about 10, 12 of your. Fargo uh, VFW. Yep. Right, right. Yeah. So we had a number of people out there, and I, I think from Bismarck, they brought the singing chorus that uh, Captain Weefall is part of. So it was a big, big celebration. And we were also able to attend the christening of it, uh, which was prior to that. But uh, just great fun time to go out and visit these uh, home ports where the ship uh, is located. And after dry dock, the uh, story is that the USS North Dakota will be stationed in Hawaii. So uh, maybe that'll be a, another opportunity to go to Hawaii and go on board the ship. There you go. Hopefully in the wintertime. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so definitely January or something. <laughs> okay. Well, very good. Uh, again, uh, thank you for coming on, Captain, uh, and all you do for veterans. I know you're very, very active in the Fargo American Legion the Navy League and uh, funeral honors and that type of thing. So thank you for what you do, and uh, thank you for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dave. You do a great job. Very good. Thank Thank you. you. Very good. Well, we'll break again, and when we come back, we're going to be talking Military Affairs Committee from the Fargo, Moorhead, West Fargo area. Now on the line, we have Catherine Grinberg. Grinberg. She is uh, from the Fargo, Moorhead, West Fargo Military Affairs Committee and serves as Executive Vice President of the Chamber. Thank you for coming on, Catherine, and welcome to the Veterans Hour. Thanks so much for having me on again. It's always fun to join you on this. Very good. And I ask you to come on because, uh, you know, we have quite an active veterans community here in the Fargo, Moorhead, Cass County, Clay County area, and uh, wanted you to come on and just talk a little bit about the Chamber and specifically Military Affairs Committee. could you just tell us a little bit about your background and your involvement with the Chamber of Commerce? Absolutely. Thank you. So, I'm, as you said, I'm the Executive Vice President at the Chamber of Commerce. And so, really, I get to work with our leadership team and kind of execute the vision of the Chamber and make sure that we're, um, you know, executing in all the different areas that we're working with our businesses on. And one of my primary responsibilities is to work very closely with our Director of Public Policy to oversee various committees at the Chamber And one of the committees that I've been honored to be the liaison for since I started at the chamber uh, six years ago is the Military Affairs Committee. So we have a very strong committee of business leaders as well as 
community leaders, organizational leaders in the community that are doing great work uh, in supporting our military and providing services. And so really our job is to bring all of those individuals together and be able to have a network of individuals that are supporting the military, really get the businesses engaged in the conversation as well. Could you go over a little bit? What, what's the staffing situation? You must have some full-time people and a lot of volunteers or, or volunteer committee members and that type of thing. Absolutely. So the chamber has about 25 staff members on board now. Uh, and myself and one of the other, uh, the director of public policy, Kill Dunwoody, work together to be the staff support for the Military Affairs Committee. And then everyone that's on the committee, including the chair and other members, are all volunteers. So they have their regular day jobs, uh, whether that be at the Guard, uh, at the VA, or at a business, a private business in our community. And they all come together to be a part of this Military Affairs Committee that meets every other month and have conversations, discussions of how we can better support the military, what people are doing within that space, that we can really have a cohesive front on supporting the military in our community. And those meetings, are they open to the public or just the committee, or how does that work? Yeah, so usually our committees are for business members only, but the Military Affairs Committee is very unique, where we really welcome anybody that's working in that area. So we have non-member committee uh, members that are from different organizations in the uh, community that are working on that. So if you're interested in being involved in the committee or the work that we do, volunteering uh, for business support activities of the military, please reach out to the chamber and we'd be happy to have a discussion on how you can get engaged in it as well. Okay. And is there a good source, a uh, Facebook page or webpage or whatever, where folks can go yeah. to? Absolutely. You can go on our website, uh, fmwfchamber.com, and there's a specific drop down for military that has all the information about what we do, when we meet, and who to reach out to. Or you can go on our Facebook page, and we'll be responsive there as well to be able to get you plugged into the committee. Very good. And again, uh, uh, we hope to have this podcast, so if you're listening out there, you can get that contact information, too, at a later date on uh, kfgo.com. But uh, as far as uh, there's quite a few active duty and guard and reserve uh, installations in our communities, Uh, do you work closely with the – commanders of those organizations and some of the, well, both officer and enlisted leaders? Absolutely. Great question. So like I said, we work with both the businesses, but it's also really important to have our military leadership at the table. So we work with a lot of the units in the area, um, both Army, Air, and then, um, you know, Navy and all the other uh, um, units as well that we have locally here. And all of those military leaders, the commanders or another designee comes to Military Affairs Committee every other month. And that's really important for our business leaders to hear directly from the commanders and military leadership. And it's really great for them to work with each other in that space as well and be able to share what they're doing and how we can best uh, serve each other in this area. And really, Military Affairs Committee isn't uh, where the chamber stops in, in our support of the military. We have an honor star program where businesses really take a step up and, and have an additional investment beyond their membership in order to help support a military-friendly culture in our community we also do a D.C. fly-in where there's a big portion of it dedicated to military. So we'll be heading to Washington, D.C. with 30 of our business and community leaders in November to go out and support our military at the National Guard reception for North Dakota in D.C. And then as well as engage in some advocacy efforts on behalf of the business community in support of the military. So we'll be meeting with our congressional delegation as well. And as you know, we have our, our military appreciation night at the Red Hawk, so we really try to incorporate appreciation for our units as well 
through that great event that we do. And then we started up an Honor Star Social to really get businesses engaged in talking with active military. So we're trying to really be engaged on a lot of different fronts to support our military, whether that be education, awareness, or advocacy. And the committee is a big part of that. Yeah, the Knight of Patriot Bodies have had that uh, military appreciation for many, many years. And, when you know, when the Chamber got involved, boy, they really helped us publicize that. And I know that the players wear jerseys, uh, military jerseys, and they're auctioned off afterwards. I can't remember. Where do those funds go? Do you recall? Um, I, we aren't the ones that are responsible for those funds. I'm not sure where, there's, where those ones go. But what I can tell you is we had over 1,000 military members and their families in attendance this year. So, of course, a big thank you to the United Patriot Bodies, too, for helping us out, as always, and, and doing the on-field display, the color guard. Always a really awesome patriotic evening for the families that come, and we always get great response afterwards of how much that means to them. So we are glad to partner with uh, your organization as well as many others and people that have, have really put a lot of effort in over the years for Military Appreciation Night to become what it is, and we're excited to see it further grow and get more individuals involved in that as well. Right. You know, almost every veterans organization in the in the area uh, submits a color guard. We've had like 50 different members out there carrying their flags and rifles and whatnot. We, it's really a impressive showing. Absolutely. It's one of the things that every year we hear about from individuals of, will they be there again and what that display is going to look like? So it is really neat to see on the field all the different uh, individuals out there, the flags. It's, it's pretty cool. And you've, you've uh, I think it was a chamber, you've offered uh, free or reduced price tickets to some veterans too to attend that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So over a thousand of the tickets um, that we handed out, a thousand tickets, all of those were free for military members, veterans, and their families. Uh, so active or veterans were able to take advantage of that because we see that as the holistic um, support of the military in our area. And those tickets, the way that we're able to give them out for free along with the t-shirts and, and coming to a picnic is all because of the business community support. So the business community really underwrites being able to have us purchase those tickets and give back in that way. So we're really thankful to all the businesses that help us out with that and see the importance of treating these families to a fun night out patriotic evening. Very good. I'm also involved, a member of the board of directors for the Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota, and uh, we really get a good uh, turnout for that as well. So we have a very, very generous and very, very patriotic community we we live in. So I think your military affairs committee does a, a great job uh, coordinating a lot of those activities. So we want to thank you for doing that. Yeah, well, thank you. We're always looking for ways to be even more supportive. So I know we've had uh, the Honor Honor Flight come in and do a little presentation to our group for some awareness as well. So if any of your listeners have anything going on unique in, in the military um, support area, let us know. And we're happy to get you on an agenda and have a discussion so that we can better connect resources and opportunities and support each other in supporting our military. Very good. And, you know, Honor Flight and a lot of other military organizations uh, participate in the Giving Hearts Day. That also brings in a lot of funding for us to use uh, to honor our, our veterans as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's coming up right around the corner. I know we've been working with uh, Dakota Medical Foundation on getting the word out to support all of the great nonprofits and all the work being done, and certainly a lot of great causes within the military area as well for uh, Giving Hearts Day. So looking forward to that as well. Yeah, and I think... Uh, when giving hearts, you can you can donate even before that special day or week, but uh, they kind of uh, categorize a lot of those nonprofits, 
And if you click on the veteran military, whatever it's called, you'll see that there is at least a half a dozen or more uh, veteran-related projects and and choose one of those to donate to as well. Yeah, it's really cool to see how many organizations there are that are working for uh, the support of the, the military. And that's why going back to the Military Affairs C Committee, it's really great to see all of the different partners coming together and sharing what they're doing to support the military and how we can help each other. So that's a big piece of what we do at our meetings is announcements and sharing updates organizationally, what everyone's working on and how we can support, uh, whether it be an honor flight coming in and trying to get some people there, um, or if it's, you know, donating to a cause or being involved in some kind of initiative. So we love to share uh, what's going on in the community and how we can better support military around the table. And I see uh, Brian Sean. He's still the chairman of the Military Affairs Committee, right? His services chair actually just got done. Uh, so he just got done in oh. August here. Yep. So he okay. is passing the torch. Uh, he's involved in our board of directors now, though, as a new board member. So staying very involved in Military Affairs Committee. We're not letting him go anywhere from the, the committee. <laughs> but Eric Lynch, who's in the 119th, he is actually our new chair. So he had his first meeting that he chaired this last month. And we always rotate chairs every year to um, is kind of our new standard just so that we can get more individuals in leadership roles and really be spreading the word. So uh, Brian was a fantastic chair for many years and was happy to help bring the the next um, leadership wave in. And like I said, still involved in our military efforts and will be involved in our chamber as well. Very good. And I see he's guest speaker for the Veterans Day program at Minnesota State University in Moorhead on, on Veterans Day. Yes. Yeah, I heard that as well. Very good. Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Hey, Catherine, anything else before we let you go? I'll just thank you so much for, you know, everything that you guys do and even hosting this hour so that we can all talk about what's going on in the military is, is a really great um, program that you guys put on. So thank you so much, and we look forward to continued partnership with all of you. Yeah, we owe a big thank you to KF Drew. We've done this show for many, many years. You know, once, once a month for an hour, it really helps get the word out. Uh, before you go, would you please give us your web and Facebook pages again, contacts? Absolutely. FMWFchamber.com. And then you can find us on Facebook at Fargo Moorhead West Fargo Chamber of Commerce. Very good. Well, thank you, Catherine. Thanks for coming on today. And thank you for what you do for our veterans. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Okay. We're going to continue uh, talking about veterans. Our, our next uh, interview is going to be addressing the Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. We'll be back in a couple minutes. What does natural gas smell like? Excel Energy can give you a hint. It's the same smell as tap water, salt, and this radio commercial. Odorless. So when it leaks, it's hard to detect. That's why we add a harmless but assertive odor like rotten eggs to the natural gas we supply to your home. So if you smell a rotten egg or sulfur odor, you probably smell a natural gas leak. Get far away and then call 911. Learn more at ExcelEnergy.com safety. The leaves may be falling, but now is the best time to order your new boat lift for next summer with huge savings. Take advantage of the biggest savings of the year on Flow Boat Lifts. Purchase a new Flow Lift before October 31st and receive a free canopy fabric valued up to $5,100. That's right, upgrade your old lift now and receive a free canopy. Lakewood is the area's number one flow dealer for the best selection. With two great locations, Highway 10 just east of Detroit Lakes or Lakeland General Store just south of DL on Highway 59, Dunvilla. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download, and you get real cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time, and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cash back just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway. Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back okay i'm stopping to download upside and fill up my tank download the free upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas use promo code bling to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank you can cash out anytime right to your bank to paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code bling for a 25 cents per gallon bonus Indie Country Fest 2024. Camp with us and be part of the legendary experience. Join them July 10th through 13th in New Salem, North Dakota with Dirk Bentley, Riley Green, there was this girl, Michael Ray, Clint Lack, featuring Pam Tillis, Easton Corbin, Diamond Rio, and more. Don't miss the experience. Grab your tickets and camping today at IndieCountryFest.com. Sponsored by Action Motorsports, New Vision Security, Eco Sanitation. working nine to five by Dolly Parton. And our next interview, our next guest on the air is not working nine to five anymore. Laurie Isaac just recently retired, and uh, but she hasn't retired from Veterans Honor Flight, thank goodness. She's our vice president. She's chairman of the volunteer committee. She's a bus captain. Is there anything you don't do, Laurie? Oh, I'm sure there's a few things. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on a good career, and thank you for all well, you do you. about uh, Veterans Honor Flight. Okay, I asked you on to uh, just kind of give us an update. We just completed a flight, and we can talk a little bit about that. But uh, why don't you review some of the opportunities, some of the events Honor Flight is conducting where the general public might come and support and uh, observe? Well, every other Wednesday, um, we have meat raffles out at Wild Rice. They just had it a couple days ago, and it was um, – Jeff said it was like their best night ever. So a lot of people – have been coming out to the meat raffles, which is just wonderful. Even some of the veterans, Dave, from the last flight came out. So that's really nice. So that's every other Wednesday. Um, and a few of the other events that are coming up, October 28th, um, it's on a Saturday. We're having our Sunset um, Bowling Tournament just for the Honor Flight. And we like people to come and dress up in Halloween costumes. It's kind of fun. They give away a lot of good prizes. Um, we have a silent auction for that one, a bake sale. There's open bowling from 12 to 3, and then from 3 to 6, they do 
uh, team bowling for like the tournaments. So we usually get a lot of people to come out to that. A lot of people have bowling has really taken off. So, and a lot of them like to bowl at sunset. So um, that's on the 28th of October. And then the next big event after that, Dave, is November 25th at the Fargo Fort. So we do our annual Jersey night. Um, and then uh, the players will sign the jersey after their auction off, after the game is over. And we also have a silent auction. So that's really, really a lot of fun. People really enjoy that. Um, for the first 1,000 um, people through the door, we're giving away uh, veteran honor flight blankets and cinch bags. So you make sure you want to come early to um, get some of those. And there just seems to always be a lot going on. On December 9th, we have our Hankinson Bingo. And that really is a lot of fun. It's, you know, the, the gifts are really good. They, they have um, uh, for both women and men. And, and we get a lot of people that come out to that. There's a meal involved with the tickets. So once that goes online to um, sell, it'll be on our webpage. But we... You know, there's just a lot of fun events, and right now we have, I believe, over 750 on the waiting list. So all these events help that we can take our heroes to D.C. How many years has Hankinson been hosting that? It's been really successful for quite a while. Yeah, I believe um, it could be the third year, because last year we did it in March, and now this year we're doing it in December, so... It, it really is a lot of fun. A lot of people, it seems like the whole town turns out, and a lot of people come from Fargo, and, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Now, was that called a purse bingo at one time? You know, we do a purse bingo, Dave, in November, but that sold out, so that's why I didn't really bring it oh, up. Oh, okay. So, um, but that's very but popular, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, the ladies love it because they're high-end purses, and they get – appetizers and there's a silent auction so that's the first saturday in november this year but um we have room for like 150 people and we sold out within a matter of a week so <laughs> yeah great. That's, great yeah that's really good so wow. but um so you know also you know we do a lot of uh, events with uh service clubs because you know without our service clubs you know, they are such great supporters of the Honor Flight. We can't thank them enough. So if any of you are thinking anything about doing a fundraiser at one of the clubs, just let us know. I, My cell phone and my email address are on the webpage, which is Veterans Honor Flight of NDMN.org. And then just give me a shout out and, you know, we'll bring our T-shirts. We sell those at the events and all that money goes to... Um, for the flight to raise money, you know, to keep for the flight. So it, it works out well. Okay. There's a lot of good information on our website and uh, also a lot of activity on our Facebook page, including uh, keeping track of us when we're on and on our flight with, uh, uh, what do they call that? Facebook live. Facebook live. Yeah. Basically taking movies with their cell phones <laughs> and putting that on our Facebook page. Yeah, that works really well. Diane does that from the board, and and the veterans really like it, and the families back home really like it because they like to see what everybody's up to and to get to see their veterans. So it really is um, a nice 
um, thing that we can do for them. Right. Now, you mentioned uh, we have over 700 veterans waiting to go. And uh, right. we take uh, 100, 110, you know, roughly each trip. And each trip cost us about a quarter of a million, $250,000. So fundraising yep. is a big, a big part of that operation. Right. And so that's why we're always looking for events, you know. Um, we just tried a smoke out here at the Legion in Moorhead in September, and that, and you know, it was really a lot of fun. And we'd never done one before, and I always wanted to do one. And um, you know, it was a lot of fun. We didn't, we need more rivers, but um, the participation was great. The food was good, and it's just a matter of trying different events to see which ones, you know, work and which ones don't. And so, if people really want to reach out, that'd be great. You betcha. And you, you mentioned uh, over 700 on the waiting list, but on the success right. side, we've, we've escorted almost 2,000. In fact, the number I have here is 1,983 we've escorted to Washington, D.C. to see their memorial. So that, that's progress. That is. That is. I mean, it just warms your heart when you get to see them go. And, and then when they come home and they're just so excited and it just kind of sometimes brings a little tear to your eye, you know, and they just, they're so appreciative and it's really, I just, you know, I want to thank them because without them, we wouldn't be here today. Right. So it's I, just a good feeling all around. And I want to give a shout out to our area media too. And KF Joe is one of them. We take media right. with, with us on those flights and they're interviewing people and they're taking pictures and movies and, and airing them back home. So when we're out there, people back home actually can see what's going on out there. And that really helps us with, publicity. You know, so many times uh, we've heard veterans say, well, there's other people more deserving or, well, I only served in Germany or something like that. Well, that, that's silly. Every veteran yep. who has served up until December, uh, August 30th, 1975, that's the official ending of the Vietnam War. All those veterans deserve it. You know, we couldn't put 2 million people in Korea. We needed people in Germany and Texas and all over the world. So they're all deserving. Right. They are all deserving. And so, you know, like coming up is Veterans Day on November 11th. And, you know, I just want to encourage people to go out to service clubs, um, thank their veterans, and tell them what a wonderful job they did and how proud you are of them because it really means a lot to them because they're so thinking they're so undeserving, but they're deserving, I mean, so much. So um, there'll be parades in town, I'm sure. Just And, and just partake in that and just see. Because we are a community and we do love our veterans, so it, it would be a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. And we're going to break here pretty quick, but uh, I'm going to go over uh, some of the most of the veterans' activities on Veterans Day here as a reminder for the folks before we, we sign off. But I want to thank you, Lori, Vice President oh. of the Veterans Honor Flight of North Dakota, Minnesota. Thank you for coming on, and thank you for all you do for Veterans well, Honor thank Flight. thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave, and also you. Very good. Thank you. Okay, we're going to just quickly review some of those activities coming up on Veterans Day. Well, first, before Veterans Day, the not-so-scary open house at the Fargo Villa Hospital, a little trick-or-treating and uh, some fun out there. That's going to be at Thursday, October 26th from 530 to 7 at the VA Hospital. Uh, 11 o'clock is the Veterans Day program from the United Patriotic Bodies at Minnesota State University in Moorhead at the Roland Arts Center. Uh, Radio Oberg is honoring a Medal of Honor recipient at the Fargo Air Museum on Veterans Day 
Uh, doors open at the Air Museum at 1130. Welcome at 1215, 1230 brunch. And Speaker Dakota Mayor, who uh, received the uh, Medal of Honor for his duties in Afghanistan, will be at 145. West Fargo has several things going on with the flag raising 1045, program at 11, lunch around 1, and the Veterans uh, Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band will be playing on, uh, at 7 o'clock that evening on Veterans Day, Saturday, November 11th. Fargo Ambats is serving chip beef on toast at 11 o'clock. Fargo VFW, along with the American Legion, is serving stew at 1 o'clock. Hardwood Legion at 5 o'clock uh, serving stew. Uh, Moorhead Legion, busy pretty much all day, and the Red River Valley Veterans Concert Band will be there at 3 p.m. Again, we want you to encourage you to contact your local veterans organization. We cover kind of the Fargo-Moorhead area, but regardless where you're from, contact your veterans organizations and see what they got planned and participate in those Veteran Day activities. Okay. We thank, thank you for listening. We thank KFGL for letting us have this hour to talk about veterans' causes and events. And I want to close by honoring our missing. I hear the sound of taps. I listen to the bugler play. And I feel a sudden chill. I wonder how many times the taps have meant amen. When flag has draped a coffin of a brother or a friend, I think of all the mothers, fathers, husbands and wives and children with interrupted lives. I think about a graveyard at the bottom of the sea or unmarked graves in Arlington. No, freedom isn't free. Thank you, KFGO, for letting us have this hour, and we look forward next month for our other show.